In this house, we do not fear astrology, but we do heed its warnings. And we make sure that we don't try to launch things or begin things or get things right when the skies are telling us that perhaps there's another influence that's at work that might be antithetical to getting things done in a timely fashion. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app for iPhone. To support you through Saturn's entrance into Pisces, we wanted to give you free access to Chani premium content. All you need to do is use the code Saturn30, that's S-A-T-U-R-N, all uppercase letters, three zero on the Chani app to get access to all the resources. Offer code is valid until March 31st. Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast, and I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. All right, y'all, this week is weird. I wouldn't use it to, you know, launch things that need to go in a specific direction or have a specific timeline. I'm not saying that there's not some really interesting, maybe even poetically beautiful moments this week, because it really does look like there are. First of all, there's one gajillion things that are happening. It will overwhelm you just to hear the list of things that are happening. Uh, But all that to say, the main situation, the main theme that is occurring this week over and over and over again is really quite Piscean in nature and also very hard to depend on. So if again, if we're looking to do things that have to go by rote or that need to be a specific formula, we're going to be really disappointed. The week starts out with one of the more significant events that I've been keeping my eye on because it's part of a larger theme that's unfolded for, you know, the last seven months. So Mars, planet of action and drive and going our own way is going to be in a square with Neptune. What does that mean? It means that something is going to be at odds with our drive and our ability to get things done in a linear fashion. So Mars is in Gemini. It's been in Gemini since August. It's about to leave Gemini on the 25th of March. It will finally leave Gemini. It has made a square to Neptune two other times. And each time things have gone totally awry. And it's actually, when you look back on everything, it's kind of wild because part of the Twitter meltdown occurred around one of the squares between Mars and Neptune. And 
you know, there's all kinds of disastrous outcomes from that that are not funny, but there was a lot of really great humor that happened in the midst of that very wild and weird time. So I'm not saying there's going to be another Twitter meltdown, but I'm not saying that there's not going to be another Twitter meltdown. This is the end of the moment transit between Mars and Neptune that has been happening for seven months. This is the kind of wrap up. So we might notice that we're going back to something that occurred in 2022, that last half of 2022, that has something to do with communications, that has something to do possibly with social media, that has something to do with the virtual reality space of it all. Neptune is deception. Neptune is illusion. And Mars and Gemini taught us a lot about communications and words and you know, we communicate a lot on social media. So social media is like this virtual space, obviously, and it's a social virtual space. So there's something that is very like on the nose about these two impacting a illusion of us being connected and what that means, what it doesn't mean, how everything can go awry on spaces like that. So, you know, Save it in your drafts if you're like doubting yourself. Don't press publish if you're like, maybe I shouldn't say this. Or, you know, if you feel in the mood for mayhem, go ahead. But communications at the beginning of this week are going to be tested. And this is not the only signature that says so. That's on Tuesday, the 14th, Mars Square, Neptune. It's best to ride the waves. It's not best to try to steer the ship in a specific direction, especially if it's against the waves that are coming in. Neptune is the god of the seas, and it just feels like there's a lot swelling and spilling over and making a mess this week. So we've got to get used to like making mud pies instead of trying to keep everything clean, for lack of a better metaphor. On Wednesday, we've got a Neptune Kazemi, which means the sun and Neptune come together. And this can be a beautiful moment for our imagination, for creativity. It's not good for specifics. It's great for blurred lines and watercoloring our hearts out. So again, gorgeous for virtual reality, gorgeous for fantasy, gorgeous for film, photography, fantasy, creativity, not great for specifics. On Thursday, 700 things happen. Mercury makes a conjunction to Neptune. The sun squares Mars. Venus squares Pluto. Venus moves into Taurus. And then Mercury squares Mars. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. That's overwhelming to even think about. Basically, in the simplest terms that I can say it in, Communications are weird and wild on Thursday, but we know that that's already happening all week. So again, it just feels like there are arguments and there's a lot of misinformation or there's just an absolute torrent of hilarity and calamity. And because the sun is also squaring Mars at the same time, because basically the sun and Mercury are traveling together. So they're both squaring Mars and they're going to come together on Friday, which Friday is going to bring clarity. I will say Friday will help to clear the air in some way, shape or form. But 
this Monday to Friday situation is lost emails, missed meetings, crossed paths, two ships passing in the night kind of scenario. If you want to just boil it down to everything feels like a Mercury retrograde, even though Mercury isn't retrograde. Great. And there's also some hostility floating through the air. Again, that could make for great comedy and it could make for a very entertaining scene if we are in the audience. It probably won't feel that fun if we're in the hot seat. Who knows? Maybe your kind of personality can turn it into a type of game, but it really feels very wily and kind of all bets are off. So I'm little bit interested to see how it all works out. And uh, we don't fear astrology in this house, but I won't be expecting everything to work out smoothly and easily. Okay, then on Friday, we have the Mercury Kazemi of this moment. Mercury is direct. It is catching up with the sun. There is a download that we can receive on this day. There is an ability to gain clarity. There is the capacity here to be like, okay, that's what all of that mess was about. So wait until Friday if you can. Friday is actually a really good day to work with. Mercury does not do typically well in Pisces. Mercury is in the sign opposite from what it likes to be in. Mercury loves to be in Gemini and Virgo. In Pisces, which is a sign opposite from Virgo, it wants all of the details in the big, big picture. But again, Mercury is a planet that belongs in Gemini and Virgo, which are signs that love details and facts and data. So again, it's not a great day for getting details correct, but it is a great day, Friday, for downloading some kind of bigger concept, or it might even be a day that just helps us to think in artistic terms, to think in color, to think in shapes, to think in sounds, to think in a very different way. And also on that day, Venus makes a sextile to Saturn, cute, affirming. And then over the weekend, Mercury, communicator, goes on to sextile Pluto, lovely, again, deep, and affirming in some kind of way because it's a sextile. So it's like, okay, that's interesting. I've got this. And then moves in to Aries. Mercury moves into Aries. So it moves into some new terrain. So again, Friday into the weekend, totally different tone, a very helpful shift into some kind of clarity, into some kind of truth, into like a, okay, let's regroup here and collect some data and get a download and then by the weekend be able to move in a new direction. But Monday to Friday, let's just ride these waves. Let's be entertained if at all possible. Let's be open to what flows, what sinks, what gets capsized, what works, what doesn't. Zero expectations. Let's relax into some kind of circus because this week is uh, quite the ring leader. Thank you all so much for rating and reviewing our little app. It means the world to us. Here's a recent one that I wanted to leave you with. It's called Pause, Listen, Reflect, and Grow. 
I've been following Chani since the Dropbox days and have been a subscriber since the app dropped. I'm a Virgo, Virgo rising, and recently came through a brutal Mars and Mercury retrograde to start 2023. Chani's wisdom and invitation to think differently has been an anchor that has helped me to reframe what is happening in a more intentional way. It's not about determinism. Thank you. It's about grounded approach to making choices with discernment and accountability. In a time of anguish around the violence that impacts so many of us, this app shines a way towards hope. And for that, I am forever grateful. All right, y'all. Sending you lots of love, many blessings. Roll with it. Bye for now.